Welcome back to the Mail Right Podcast. It's episode number 358. John and I are going to talk about what are the best features to go to have with a real estate website. And I got to emphasize we're talking websites, not lead generation systems, websites. All right. So, John, without any further ado, if you do us a favor and please uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself so uh, they know who I've got in the driver's chair or who is in the driver's chair and who I'm driving along with. Oh, that's great, Rob. I am Jonathan Denwood. I'm the founder of mail-right.com. We build fantastic-looking real estate websites and we offer a number of digital tools a basic CRM, IDX integration, and a host of other features. So go over to the website and book a demo with us. All right, beautiful. So, John, um, you are the one who mm. came up with this topic, and I feel like you might have some things that you wanted to discuss. I, as you know, have used most of my competitors' websites, so I obviously have like a series of features that I like the most. So I'm curious to know, what are the things that you wanted to discuss? What do you think is the best? Well, I've got seven points. Mm -hmm. I would say number one for what a real estate agent's website's got to have is it's got to have IDX search capacity on it. It's just expected. If it'd be like a restaurant not having a menu, um, <laughs> online okay. menu. Um, I think I personally feel that um, that would be number one. It's if you're really serious about it, your website's got to have IDX search capacity on it. Okay, that's number one. You said one of seven, yeah. 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 Do you want me to go all through seven then, and then we do, have a discussion? Do all seven. Well, if you want, I can I can retort. But do you, do you want to do one at a time and have me respond, or do you just? Yeah, I, can I thought that do. was. Yeah, so that okay. was my number right. one. What do you, what do so you think one, about that? Number one, IDX. Well, IDX. Um, information data exchange, how you parse out the data, is obviously one of the most important features of a real estate website. I agree with that. Information or, or there's also other abbreviations for IDX, believe it or not. I, I use information data exchange because it's the one that I've memorized. But it just means that you can sort information on a real estate website. Some people have done that to the point that I think it's a very strong feature on their sites. Uh, Sarah Interactive and Real Estate Webmasters, both. Some people have done that so poorly that I think that it's a big negative, like um, uh, iHouse Web or um, a number of other providers whose names don't come up all that, that much anymore because I feel like their, their user base is probably dying out because they don't, they're not even keeping up with the features of, of third-party IDX people that like iHomeFinder and IDX Broker and stuff like that. So I think it just depends on who you're talking about. Another person who's doing an interesting job of IDX that we don't talk about a lot in, I'm going to mention them in the show because I just deeply looked at one of their sites uh, yesterday, and that's Chime. Um, oh, yeah. Chime is doing interesting things with the IDX. Do I really think that they're doing anything revolutionary? No. Do I think that they're going to get you more leads? No. Do I think that their property layouts, and everything, do they look different? Yes, they do. They have an unusual way to display their data, unusual fonts, unusual, like you can tell when you're looking at a Chime site. So that's, is it important though? Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. All right. 
Um, on to number two, buy, a, buy and sell a lead landing pages. Your website needs some quality landing pages to gather um, email and data from your possible buyers and sellers. Um, yes. I mean, I, that is a, an important detail. Landing pages, once again, are misunderstood, misused. Some people do them well. Some people kind of throw up a landing page that looks exactly like everybody else's and, and they don't do anything for you. If you're looking at your landing page, you're using a huge provider, somebody that has many thousands of customers, and you're thinking that your landing page is going to somehow do something magical without you doing something magical to it, um, I would I would have to to disagree. So I think that landing pages, to me, John, is a term that we overuse inside yeah. the real estate marketing industry. I think that there's lots of things we could we you and I we could create a page that just has a title that says homes for sale in city name and then listings underneath it and people are calling that a landing page and tons and tons and tons of people using IDX websites deliver that as a AdWords landing page that's literally 90% of the advertising campaigns that I that I know of go to that as a landing page so there's just like anything else you have a score like a like a bell curve can landing pages be important? Of course, a single landing page can essentially act like a funnel page and drive revenue for you. But if you're not spending a lot of time and resources on the landing page, even if you're buying a product from a big box provider like Luxury Presence, Sierra Interactive, Real Estate Webmasters, Real Geeks, if you haven't spent hours customizing a landing page, likely it's not going to be that effective. But it is a key component to a site. So once again, I do actually agree with you. Yeah, it's a bit like the IDX. You know, if, you, if you're just going to do it half-heartedly and it just depends on the supplier and technically what's possible, um, it probably ain't going to move anything. And the same with landing pages. They are important, but there's a lot of, it takes a lot of work to make an effective landing page, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely does. On to the next one. Um, mm -hmm. Neighbourhood or regional guides on, on, your, on your website. What do you think of that, Robert? That is an unusual uh, comeuppance that falls more into my bailiwick. That is, that is, it could be one of two things. So one of the interesting things, again, about looking at Chime is they've got a lot of automated data that they feed into the page and they tell you, the end user of Chime, that it's going to be useful in some way. And I disagree with that. I don't, it looks cool. They've made a big splash. Uh, but I've, I know I've talked to so many people using the Chime platform. I have yet to really talk to anybody that's hitting home runs with lead generation or ROI which it's about a $500 a month service. So they're spending six to $10,000 a month. So what that means to everybody listening to this show is it's likely that most of their clients aren't even closing a single transaction every single year from having the website up. John and anybody who's, who knows me knows that one of my key things to talk to people about is there's nothing wrong with propping a branding site up and having it be an online business card. As long as that was your expectation of the project. If that's what you expect and you want to spend eight grand on it, let's go. Like, let's go. 
But if you have an expectation that your your website is going to generate you business, like actual ROI, then that's an entirely different conversation. And Chime is one of those people that would say, yes, we have neighborhood guides, but do they generate you business? No, because it's all automated data being fed in from data feeds that ultimately looks that way when you hit the site. It doesn't feel custom. It doesn't feel like you paid any attention to it. It doesn't feel like you've done anything special with it. So are neighborhood guides important? Yes. Customized ones that are full of information, especially if you take the time to do a video on a neighborhood guide where you're actually giving somebody boots on the ground experience. Like if I talked about Van Nuys, it it is not a very rep, like prestigious neighborhood at all. It's probably one of Southern California's most blue collar neighborhoods that exist. But I promise you, if I put up a neighborhood description on a website, y'all would want to move here because I know all the things I love about Van Nuys and, and I would share them with you and you would catch on to my excitement and you would probably want to move here too. So do you, do you think you could feel the excitement into me, Robert? Well, you're Englishman. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> so maybe, maybe not. I mean, I might be able to get you excited by the fact that we've got some good deals going on on apartment buildings right now. I might be able to, to, to perk the interest of the investor in you. All right. <laughs> you never know, do you? Um, <laughs> You never know. You never know. Um, Number four, school ratings, another key service info about your region, area, city, and town. I think those are necessary. So for a category of of people using websites, of course, you got to have it. Realtors, it's a sticky wicket, John, because some realtors are actually not allowed to endorse schools, rate schools, talk about schools. So they have to feed their data in from other places onto the website to make sure that they themselves are not giving a recommendation. The client has to give a recommendation. Okay. The client has to pick up that data themselves. But having said that, do I think that's important for a real estate website? Yes, I do. Right. On to the next one. Um, um, Yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, uh, This is a biggie. Original blog content. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's softballing something over to me because I'm an inbound marketer and, and blogging is a huge component of everything I do. It's a huge component of how I communicate to my audience. That's real estate agents. Anybody listening to the show, it's a huge component. Of how I communicate to them. Inboundrem.com is where I keep all that blog content. I spend thirty dollars to $60,000 a year on my blog at this point, and I will probably keep ramping that up as time goes on, all, all on behalf of educating my end users, making sure that I am really a resource for everybody. So do I think it's important? Oh, God, yeah. I think it's it can still be a cornerstone of any marketing um, that you want to do. But having said that, blogging is really not for everyone. Um, you got to have something interesting to say. You got to be interested. And more importantly than that, um, the way that I've started to talk about blogging, John, is you have to have a drive to educate your audience. There has to be, because even if you're just spending money for somebody else to do it, it's got to be important to you. Like you got to be able to read the blog and go and want to read the blog and not find it tedious to to proof work that you're hiring other people to do all on the idea that I want to educate people. 
Yeah, I um, think you. All yeah. right, let's get this get. Let's just get through these, and then in the second half, we can have a more detailed discussion on. So let's go on um, number six. Varied contact and lead capture options. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it falls into the same category of everything else that we're talking about, where it's so super tricky to to kind of define and decide what that really truly means and is it going to work and but is it important that you try? Good Lord, yes. It's important that you try to ask for somebody's information. You ask for their permission to get their contact information or that you ask someplace on the website or in the absence of asking, like with blog posts and deeper pieces of content, like let's say you are doing neighborhood guides and they're really informative, then you you kind of guide. You say, hey, you want a consultation on this neighborhood? You have some questions that you want answered? Schedule a call, call my phone. So same thing though calls to action yeah. yeah and finally reviews and testimonials so i would have put that higher on my list oh. so social proof is the component that if there's and john and i've talked about this and i've talked about it on other shows but if there's one thing that is going to make all the other pieces of what we've just talked about work better. Neighborhood guides, asking for people's information, social proof is going to be the number one element. Not testimonials that are written that you put up on your site with some kind of Word doc. There's no credibility in those um, because unfortunately in the digital age, there's too much misinformation running around. The place that people really trust is like Trulia, Zillow, Yelp, places that have quality and control mechanisms in place where you kind of have to, they're at least making an attempt to identify that you're a real person. Google is the best of all of them because Google actually does do identity verification and they have ways of filtering out in a very strong fashion people that are leaving false reviews. So Google is by far and away the most credible resource for social proof. Yeah, I think I think if you think we've said in in a way which we can discuss in the second half, what I'm getting from this is it, it's all important. It's all in a way linked. And when we go over to the second half, when we come back, I, maybe I can quickly tell you how I see it linked. We need to go for our break, Rob. Ladies and gentlemen, wherever you're at, please do us a favor: thumbs up the show, leave us a comment. Uh, you can reach me at robert at inboundrem.com. And John, if somebody wants to email you, how would they do that? Oh, it's really easy. Just jonathan at mail-right.com. So failing everything else, if you guys have any thoughts about the show, just email one of the two of us. We always love to hear it. Thank you very much. And we're going to be right back. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30 day money back guarantee. So don't delay, get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to the Mail Right Show. We're on episode number 358, I believe. We're talking about uh, important features or must-have features that you must have on a real estate website. John had a list of seven prepared. We went through and we discussed those seven, and now I think we're going to do a slightly deeper dive. John, take it away. 
Yeah, like I was saying in the first half, Rob, I, I thought your response to the points that I had knocked out of my mind was excellent. And I think they're all linked in a way because I think so many, and for un, in some ways understandable reasons, but there's a lot of websites and there's a lot of vendors, providers that say, well, we can automate all this so you don't have to do anything. Or And nah, I don't think it's going to pan out. I'm sorry. Um I think IDX is really important, um, but it's only important if you spend some time and money on it. Um, I think landing page can work, but they've got to be really good landing pages and you've got to put some effort into them. Neighbourhood guide, neighborhood guides, great, but they've got to be unique. Just utilising a service that autom- automatically generates them, uh, um, school ratings, yeah, it goes on, you know, blog content, blog content that comes from a library that's utilised on a thousand websites has no SEO value and has no real, because it's going to be very generic content. Um, right. Hold oh, on, sorry. That's chime, folks. They're, they're not happy with what I'm saying. Uh, um, so, and... Um, and I think it apply, it applies to everything we outlined in show in the first half is I think all these are important, but you're not going to get any results unless you, the real estate agent, is going to put some effort into it or work with somebody. And I, I still feel you've got to put some effort in because it because yeah. you, you just can't, even if you're paying somebody or a company to work with you, they, it's your business. It's your livelihood. It's your, they, they, they will be guided by your own enthusiasm. Is this making any sense, Rob? Uh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. So, um, I'm going to list some things I think are important on websites in order of priority. So, uh, I'm going to start with what I think is what vastly oversold to real estate agents. And it was not on your list because it's so oversold. And I, I respect the fact that you didn't put it on your list. CRMs. Okay, website CRM combos have been the dream, the dream thing for a long time. Um, you know, and so many people have produced them, including Chime, by the way. Chime, Chime's only like top 10 thing it, that I really enjoy about Chime is the one thing that you cannot see on the website. They have a very user-friendly CRM and a very user-friendly like dashboard. Does their CRM do anything different than anybody else's CRM? No, it does not. As a matter of fact, it does less than most of the main ones. So if you were looking for customizability or adaptability, you're not going to find it with Chime. You're, you're going to find a basic CRM for $500 that isn't as good as CRM Interactive for the same price. It isn't as good as... Um, uh, well, it might be as good as Real Geeks, okay? But for, for people who are brand new into real estate and who are looking for a starting system, it might be appealing. And I think that's where they're getting most of their audience from because it is more user-friendly from an appearance perspective. It's not more user-friendly than Follow-Up Boss. But if you're trying to – if you're going to buy into the, the myth that you need uh, a website CRM combo – 
it might be something to look at, but you shouldn't do that. Okay. CRMs are really overbuilt and oversold. The CRM that I have in HubSpot, um, and I am an expert level user, it is a useful thing for me to keep track of conversations. I like leaving notes in it. Um, but honestly, honestly, it does a little bit more than like an Outlook account could do for me. And if you were going to spend twelve or $1,300 a month where HubSpot is appealing, is it could become an all-in-one destination site for every single marketing thing you're doing, all your email and all. So if consolidating systems at some point becomes important to you, all of a sudden HubSpot does become an interesting tool to look at. But from a basic standpoint, like I'm a single agent, I'm not a team, how important are CRMs? It really like, I would say it's important that you have a place to put your notes. Well, they become they become important if you've got a lot of leads coming in. You've got a lot of possible, but that's the whole point. It only becomes really important. Now, I, I use Zoho, but HubSpot do a free version, don't they? That's not too crippled. Um, yeah. Active campaign is a kind of, it's trying to become more of a CRM, but it's more, it's been very slow and it's really marketing automation focus. MailChimp, their attempts to build marketing automation were pretty slow and dismal. And I think it was one of the reasons why they they decided to sell out. Um, when it comes to Pacific Industry CRMs, as far as I'm concerned, the best CRM is the one that you use. <laughs> right. And I, and I agree with that. Right. And so here's a couple features, though, that when used at an expert level, I do like. Uh, Boomtown and a couple of other Ooh. systems, not just them, but a couple of others, have very interesting team dashboards with lots of team activity. Follow Boss also has the same. Mm. At the level of using a team at the level of being a sales manager, at the level of having the discipline to enforce the rules that say your team call out of your CRM, when all of those things are in place, uh, I think that Boomtown, Sierra Interactive, Follow Up Boss, they all have interesting features out of the team dashboard. And I think that you do need them. I've been a sales manager for a very long period of time. If you're dealing with anything other than a team of hotshot rock stars who are all on top of their game, which by the way, is a dream. It never happens. Most of the time, you've got a whole bunch of eh, kind of okay salespeople. You have one, if you're lucky, maybe two rock stars. And they're the only ones really using your tools the way that you really want them to use them in the first place. So those like, like and they're going to use whatever you give them. That's the weird thing about being a rock star. You can give them something hard and they'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh, everybody else is like, oh my you God. Just, you just get a you just no. get a, you just get an endless list of reasons why they can't use it. That's all you get. Right, um, so here's what I'm really saying. Do I think CRMs are that important to be connected into a website? Actually, no, I don't. Now I'm going to say this and everybody I? hear me. No, John, give me one yeah. second. Everybody yeah. hear me on this. If you are a hunter, if you are listening to this show and you are already in the top 10% of all producers – then I've got one exception to this rule. There are a couple of birth to death CRM tracking systems. That's where they give you an individual look. Oh. One of the best of these 
is Sierra Interactive, and they will give you your user from, you can look at your dashboard and you can find out every single page mm -hmm. your user looked at, at an individual user level. Every now and again, you'll find a real estate rock star like me that will go through every single visitor, every single registered visitor, find something interesting in the journey that they took on the website right. and then proactively call yeah. them or text them and say, yeah. Hey yeah. John, you were looking at this page for like 10 minutes. Yep. And I'm, I live in that neighborhood. Can I answer some questions for you? Yeah, but we gotta we gotta be real here. You're a data junkie. You're you know, you love you know, you're a rare bird. You know, let's, let's be frank about it. Most real estate agents ain't going to do this. I'm going to say something. You know, only the one, only if you've got a kind of digital manager in a brokerage and it's he, hers or his job to do this and that they've got to provide data to the principal of the brokerage and their job, you know, they're expected to provide the data. Of course, then you're talking... And that's the kind of tool that Boomtown or some of the aimed at the large brokerage kind of setups, that's what they're designed for, isn't it? But I'm going to say something a bit slightly outrageous. I, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I got into some trouble last week, uh, um, not on this show, but on another public forum. I'm, put, I'm still I'm still pulling the arrows out of my back. Uh, um, so um, I really think it's a mistake to buy a website solution because you want to buy a good a good CRM. I know systems like Real Geeks Area Interactive. That's one of their biggest selling points. I'm not a big fan because it ain't it ain't going to help a website should be providing you leads. Right. And not a bloody good CRM. I think you're better off, if you're really into either buy line desk, if, or if you're really into it and you're not head of digital marketing for a large regional brokerage you should buy follow-up boss if you're going to really utilize the crm really you know really do a dive and really use it and you know i think you're better off divorcing the two because otherwise you you start buying the website solution for the wrong reason you start mixing up reasons why you're buying stuff and i think that's a problem so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna I'm I'm not gonna make something that's so outrageous, but it is something I rarely do. I'm actually gonna heavily, heavily, heavily plug the idea of calling professionals like me or Jonathan. Everybody that listens to the show knows that I just don't do it. I just don't do it. But listen, I don't like. Well, that's not fair. I don't think that these top ten lists that we do are are really representative to to enough people to bring the value that we hope that they would bring because every single agent, every single team lead, every single owner of a brokerage, big and small has individual needs. And honestly, you have to talk to somebody that is because it, what we might consider John and I might consider a small individual lead might absolutely be mission critical for you. 
I, I ran across an account a couple of years back, right at the time we were talking to Christopher and Azuski. And actually, they were the rarest of the rare, big brokerage that had 400,000 names. Wow. Okay, 400,000. And they needed to import and export that data from database to database. Okay. Did you look at John? John's laughing. You can't see his face, but he just, he did like a gobsmacked face. Like somebody just hit him in the nose. Like he is, because he and I both know, my God, can you get that wrong? So they had 400,000 names in some ancient database that they custom made and it wasn't functional. It wasn't, they weren't able to do all the cool things. They were literally, it was just basically a place that they housed their data. That was it. It was like saying you have 400,000 names on an Excel spreadsheet essentially. And so it didn't do anything at all. So they call me up and go, well, we want to like import this into a system. And I'm like, so let me get this straight. You want to import 20 years of data and hand over basic ownership rights to Boomtown or any of those other. And then there was this big long pause, of course, with like, what are you talking about? It's like every single time you enter your, your stuff into a system, depending on who that system is, you're giving up a certain amount of rights. Boomtown will not allow you to export 400,000 names the same way that you imported them. Absolutely not. So yeah, you can get the data in there. You can work the data, but to a degree, it becomes Boomtown's data. You don't get to export the value out of the system. You're stuck with them forever. So that was an interesting conversation to have with that broker. And I've had other interesting one-off conversations over the years that are so specific. So here's the solution. Call me or John. Call us. Schedule an appointment. We gave our email address at the at the beginning of the show. I'm going to do it one more time. I'm Robert at inboundrem.com. John, what are you? I'm Jonathan at mail-right.com. And I'm going to even, maybe I'm going to get in trouble with this when the lights go off here, but I'm going to even give you a recommendation. This in custom web development, anything at all that relates to building a site or you have questions, that's, that's probably John. John lives and breathes in that world. If you have some SEO questions, if you have some inbound like content marketing, and it's not that either one of us can talk, can't talk about the other person's expertise. He can talk about SEO and I can talk about web development. It's just we do have more history and experience, each of us in an individual area. So if you have some SEO questions, message me. If, you know, the big, huge questions. I think, I think if you want WordPress, WordPress questions and about web development design send them to me but if you've got questions about seo and content marketing you definitely want to throw them over to robert but funny enough i'm doing more of it but you're you're much more advanced level than me on that but you know but you know i'm mr wordpress and i bloody went to wordpress us god am i right that was a trick so anyway that's we're going to close the show down with that note because there's other things I can say about features I like on, on web on on websites, but really, legitimately, for all of you listening, needs are individual. And the longer you've been in real estate, the more important I feel it is that you call a qualified consultant and have a, have an in depth conversation before you sign any checks, before you sign any contracts, before you commit to anything. It is so much more profitable to measure two or three different times before you pull the trigger. Would you agree with that, John? Well, yeah, but you know, it's amazing. 
the amount of people that don't do that, do they? You know, it's just gobsmacking, really, isn't it? It is. It is. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. I think John does as well, but I'll let him yeah. I'll let him say his farewells. You can go to inboundrem.com and get some general information. You are not required to reach out to me. I've used I've said it twice. If you want to know what I've blogged about, talking about systems, you can find my stuff at inboundrem.com. John, how can people find you? I'll just go to mel-right.com. We've got some fantastic features. I've got some good videos. And you can book a free chat with me or Adam. And it's totally free, just the same. You can book a session with Robert. And both me and Robert are very approachable. Well, depends on how Robert's feeling on that day, isn't it? Uh, uh, but there we go. No, he's nice to me, but, well, most of the time. Um, I think it's time to wrap it up before he kills me. <laughs> yeah, it is. Thank you, everybody, for visiting with us, John. Whenever you're ready, go ahead and take us off one. <laughs>